You're listening to Faith at Work, brought to you by AirAccountant.io, outsourced controller and bookkeeping services. Now to our host, Carl Grant. Welcome to Faith at Work. I'm Carl Grant here with Jim McQuaig, Senior Vice President of Churchill Mortgage and a team building coach. Welcome, Jim. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. I'm looking forward to it. So I'm looking forward to learning about your role as a team building coach, Uh, but I want to go back. Before you got into the mortgage industry, you were flying jets for the Navy, were you not? Yeah, well, you know, the (laughs) people always... Assume, you know, it's Top Gun when they see Navy pilot. We, I actually flew P3s. Uh, it was very cool. I, one of my goals when I got in the Navy was to never get on a, uh, a ship. Uh, and so I was actually successful. I was in the Navy about nine and a half years, never stepped foot on a ship. Uh, P3s are land-based. Uh, the mission back then was uh, anti-submarine warfare. Back when there was a Soviet Union, they had a bunch of subs that were of concern to us. Uh, we were tasked with tracking and staying on top of those uh, those guys. So that's what we did. It's a big four-engine turboprop crew of twelve, uh, flew all over the world. It was a it was a it was a great time. Yeah, it sounds cool. I, I most I've ever flown is a Cessna one seventy two. So <laughs> P three. I many times too. Yeah. Well, I don't know what a P3 is, but it, it sounds cooler than a Cessna. So, so take us on to your transition. I, I read in your bio that your work in the mortgage industry is more exciting than flying jets. I find that hard to believe, but I want to hear how that is. Well, yeah. I mean, when I, I remember when I was about six months from getting out of the Navy, I, at the time I was a single parent. One of the uh, casualties of, of go, deploying like we did was I came home and, and uh, my wife was just ready to check out. And so I, I had my daughter from the time she was uh, two to 10 on my own raising her. And, and so that didn't fit well with, uh, with na- the Navy life. So I was getting out of the Navy and I talked to a buddy of mine who had gotten out of six months before me. And he was telling me about the mortgage business. He says, man, this is great. I'm making all this money. Uh, this was in the early nineties, really the first refinance boom ever in the mortgage business. And uh, I said, man, can you get me a job? Cause the airlines, which was my career path at the time, uh, were furloughing pilots, not hiring him because we were in a recession. And so he got me a job sight unseen. I got in the mortgage business and, uh, had some pretty immediate success followed by uh, a long dry spell, but it it had given me a taste of it, and I really liked it. The thing that was exciting to me about it initially was just the entrepreneurial aspect. I enjoyed that. Kind of like the just the doing of the deals. It was fun. Uh, and then as I've grown in my career, it's it, I, I think my appreciation has become as matured, and and now you know I I've, I've got a team. I've got a company essentially within a company, and it's. It's the excitement of engaging with those team members and seeing them grow and, and being a part of all that. And how would you how would you describe your role as a team building coach today? Well, it's it's so I'm you know I, I run the office. I have I have a sales manager and an ops manager, and then we have the operations folks and the salespeople all underneath them. And and so my role I've I've set it up so that I don't I don't really have any day to day specific job to do like there's not there's if I don't show up there's not anything that's not going to happen 
And so I have it set up so that my role is really vision, leadership, and coaching. And so I'm engaged one-on-one with, with my primarily my salespeople, but a little bit with the ops people, but certainly with my managers and just helping them, understanding where it is they want to go with their career and using what I've learned and my skills and abilities to help them get there through coaching them. That's, that's really it. I mean, I see, I see my goal is to try to help them attain their goals. Well, that's great. So I, I'm reading on your bio, your opening line is husband, father, and imperfect follower of Jesus. So yeah. tell me about that. Um, we're all imperfect, but that's an interesting, it's the first time I've seen that as the opening, opening sentence there. Well, it's interesting. I, I, you know, that your podcast is called Faith at Work. And I think so many times Christians a little bit shrink back. They, they tend to compartmentalize uh, different aspects of their life. Once again, I'm not perfect and it's been, a, it's been a growth process. But what I've realized through the years is I just don't do that. I'm very kind of overt with my faith and, and people understand that. And I'm not in their face with it. It's, it. I'm not being obnoxious, but at the same time, it's who I am. And so I don't shrink back from just being who I am, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and how did you originally come to faith, Jim? Uh, you know, when I was a kid, my, uh, my father found Christ. I think I was around 11 or 12. And, and so the family kind of came along. And it was, it was probably really like a lot of people. It's, it was almost, uh, you hear these stories, and I, I, sometimes I'm a little envious, I, guess, I have to admit, of, of people that have these conversion stories and it's, and it's this kind of thing that they know and feel and all this kind of stuff. And, and, you know, I, yeah, I'm a 12 year old kid, you know, I was just, it was just kind of became a part of my life. I mean, I've, I'm, I, I know that my beliefs changed and that kind of thing, but it, it wasn't anything uh, that I could really put my finger on. And so uh, it was more of a, I'm not going to say I was a cultural Christian, but it was more of a, more of a family Christian, maybe uh, something like that. And so over the years, it's, um, you know, it's become more my faith and um, I've, I've now, you know, kind of has seeped in through the years has seeped into all aspects of my life, you know, as with, with peaks and valleys, as I think is true with everyone uh, that probably still occur. Um, but uh but anyway, yeah, that's it. Uh, it, w- it would be really cool if it could be more exciting than that. But it's it, 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 and it is exciting on a personal level, you know, day to day, having having the presence of the Lord uh, with you. But it, it just I don't know. It doesn't make for a great story sometimes. Well, that's okay. What I like about doing these is that everybody's story is different. You yeah. know, if we're all the same. It would be boring. But I'm I'm sure there's others who are out there listening who you know say, oh, that's my story, you know? How come I didn't have a, a lightning bolt or a burning bush or whatever, right? And so, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's good to hear all these different perspectives and everybody comes at it a little, little bit different. So that's good. So then other than having your, your opening statement on your bio on LinkedIn, uh, you know, be about your faith, how else do you practically integrate it into your day-to-day work life? Yeah, I mean, particularly with my one-on-one coaching, you know, I've, I, uh, a lot of what I'm doing is uh, I do some one-on-one, and, I do, and then I'm also uh, sending things out electronically or or in meetings to the whole group. And it's very common that I, you know, I've 
really encouraging my folks to, I mean, you look at, you look at Proverbs, you know, Proverbs 21 through the, through 30 is, is basically a business handbook. Mm-hmm. So I, I use that quite a bit, uh, in what I do. Um, uh, I have a good little devotional that Tim Keller did that, and I'm constantly sending excerpts of that. So, so one of the, my core values is lifelong learning. And, and so as a part of that, as a function of lifelong learning, I'm constantly uh, reading and listening to things that are at, you know, pouring into me because as I try to coach people, I want to pour into them. And if you don't have anything inside, it's hard to pour anything out, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I'm, I'm constantly, and so those things are, are business stuff and they're also spiritual stuff. And I don't, uh, I don't really limit what I, uh, send out to people. So that would be one example. Uh, I'll give you another one. We, we had a guy, um, young guy that was working for us that I had trained from scratch in the business and he was leaving. He had made a decision to leave and go work with his dad. His dad had started a company, which I thought was great. Um, and so when the day that he was getting ready to leave, we had a luncheon for him there in the office and I just gathered everybody around. And I said, and I, you know, I talked about, you know, Paul and him, you know, sending off, uh, folks to the ministry and, and I said, I feel sort of like that's what we're doing with, with Foster. And I said, so if you don't mind, I'd like, I just like to lay hand, my hands on him and pray for him as he goes out. And we did that. I did, did that in front of the off, office. And so I know that meant a ton to Foster. Uh, and he's not some great Christian guy or anything, but um, I think the way you handle it, if it's respectful, I think people respect it. That's a, that's a cool story. You know, everybody does this differently. And um, I find it fascinating. So when I was when I was earning my MBA, I um, that's when I came to faith halfway through, and so I I started learning the Bible the same time I was learning all these business lessons, and and I was trying to figure out you know how to how to integrate the two. Maybe that's why I'm doing this today. <laughs> so you know, and you find that there's there's wisdom in God's word, and and you could use it in business, and sometimes people don't even know that it comes from the Bible, right? Like he who wishes to be first must be last and servant of all. It was one that hit me over the head. And, um, but if you put it into practice, it, it works. And I, I take it you're seeing that as well in your business. Yeah, absolutely. i tell you one thing I'm doing right. We're in a real growth phase right now and I've never been a big recruiter. I'm just not one of those magnetic personality type guys that you would think is a recruiter. Uh, and it's, it's just always felt a little weird. Um, but I've started working with this recruiting coach and the thing that resonates so well with me on his, what he's teaching me is it's all about core values. So we're not, we're not sitting there and putting out features and benefits of working with us to try to attract people. We're just putting out, here's who we are. These are our values and we're really focused on values. And what's been so cool about that is it's, it's, it cuts both ways. You know, it acts as a, as an attractor to those that have those values and want to be a part of that. And it also acts as a filter to the other side. Mm. It's, it's just been a really neat thing uh, to see happen. So we would like to end on a uh, light note. So I want to ask you if you think God has a sense of humor and if you do, have you experienced it? 
it's funny. One, maybe one sense of humor is I've got a, such a rotten memory. I, I know he does. I see it all the time, but I can't remember any specific story. It's just, uh, you just think about, uh, if you're just, if you're just observing and spend a little time reflecting from day to day, it, boy, it's there all the time. If you ask me, um, but I can't, I can't think anything to put my finger on. Okay. Well, I, I do see that you, in your bio, you also say that you married someone who supports you. So I take it you got remarried and, yes. and you built that part of your life back up and congratulations on that. So I really appreciate you joining us today, Jim. Jim McQuaig with uh, Churchill Mortgage and a team building coach. And I would like to encourage our listeners to find our podcast. It's Faith at Sign Work on all the major podcasting platforms. Uh, I listen on iTunes. And then uh, please join us on our Facebook page. And that would be Faith at Work. I know it's complicated. It's actually Faith at Work Radio. It's AT, uh, the at there. So go ahead and find us there. Uh, follow us and interact with us. And if you have ideas for guests, we'd love to hear from you. And uh, thanks so much, Jim. Take care. Enjoyed it. Yes, I gotta have You have been listening to Faith at Work with Carl Grant, brought to you by airaccountant.io.